You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. Nick and uh, Daniel's off watching competitive uh, stick figure skating tonight. Stick figure skating? What did we call it last time? Um, I think that's what I what, was what, Curling? No, curling's better, curling's better than hockey. I, got, I actually got some, I got some, I got some support on the timeline from that too. Speed curling is I think what we called it. Uh, maybe sissy curling. Whoa! Many, I, someone's gonna fight me. I, I'm not uh, trying to mess with hockey players either. I've never seen fighting and curling, so I wouldn't call it sissy curling. It's a gentleman's game. It, I like it. Grown ups. <laughs> it's just a bunch of grown ups. Shout out to Dan, game. man. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they got a, a good season going on. Dan got some tickets, so he had to sell us out, and we're not mad at it. I like it. You should, you gotta know where you stand, and I think we learned that today. Yeah. I get it. Playoff games. Weekend? Certain playoff games depends on the team. I'll sell you guys out too for the right team. Um I went to a couple uh heat finals games back in the big three day. That's 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 mm. fun. Your teams in the finals, that's uh it's not how'd you get tickets to that? How'd you get tickets? So uh my buddy's uncle, the day before the decision, bought eight season tickets. Just thought, hey, LeBron's coming. I'm gonna buy these season tickets and then he would sell them throughout the year to make the money back. And then if you have season tickets, you get first priority. So he would buy playoff tickets. And then if he could go, he would go. If he couldn't, he would sell them. And then every once in a while, we'd be in town and uh, we would get those tickets. So I saw a bunch of games. Saw Heat Knicks. Uh, I was at game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston Heat. That was the, the first nice. year they won the championship. Yeah, that, 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 uh, Playoff basketball is crazy. Playoff hockey is pretty cool, too. Yeah, I got into playoff hockey real crazy one year. I was a Tampa Bay Lightning fan for a whole full postseason. That was fun. You've dropped them? I just don't have time to even, like, watch regular stuff in life, let alone hockey. Like, I haven't even been watching NBA playoffs because, like, time has been, like, not on my side. I've I've watched the least amount of NBA playoffs this year that I've ever watched. Yeah, I kind of just like wake up next morning and like throw on Sports Center. I'm like, oh yeah, there was the, the playoffs are going on right now. I think it's a great product. Like the talent is crazy good. It's just like not enough time in the day for me right now. And I got a little sport during the pandemic, getting daytime basketball as well. Oh yeah, that was that was the pandemic was fun. Like we had playoff basketball, we had like seven games a day. Hey, we're starting at noon and we're playing until midnight. Right. That was that was nothing else to do, just sitting in the house and you got sports on all day. That was fun. It felt like March Madness, man. But how was your weekend? Good. The girlfriend, uh, her sister, brother-in-law, and uh, her nephews were in town. So nice. uh, running running after a three-year-old, uh, he uh, was get, sleeping get here. He was sleeping in the office, and the office is not kid-proof. Uh, and I did not think that through. So like the iMac, the keyboard. I walked in the room and he's like throwing the keyboard around. I'm like, this is not the room for you to be in, my man. You got childproof that thing, man. I got no children, so we don't have to childproof it yet. It was good practice, man. You getting how's the practice going? You like it? You ready for a toddler? 
Uh, no, I'm looking for uh, if anyone, the doctors do vasectomies, want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> uh, hit me up. DMs are open. Oh, man. I'm trying to ghost ride the whip, man. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. crazy. I had an okay weekend. It wasn't too bad. Just a lot of work, uh, a little bit of play. I didn't have to do the whole birthday. I did my celebrate my daughter's birthday during the week. Um, they had the girl slumber party shenanigans going on. So I had a free weekend, but it wasn't free of uh, any work. So I just grinding, man, at the studio in Orlando, getting some work in, just chilling. That's you had the girls at your house? No, the wife actually did a sleepover with them at a hotel suite. Oh. Yeah, it's different in 2021. You can't just have everybody kids at your house no more. I think the safe thing is like all the women be at a hotel. You know, I think parents feel more safe that way than sleeping in people's random homes. So they did the hotel thing. It was dope. That's wild. The world has changed. That used to yeah. be the move. That used to be the move. Friday, yeah. like, please, 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 can I stay here? We got five guys and we're going to play and do this. And you'd be begging to do that. Now it's like, what? You only got a regular room? You didn't get us the suite? There's six of us. Right. It was different, different, different day and time, man. Like, we was able to have sleepovers with our friends, but... Those days are gone, man. It's a wild place these days, man. But we got a special show today. We got some. It's been a while since we had some Florida staffers on. Um, we got Kevin Bolden, off the staff guy, coming to kick it with us a little bit. So I'm excited about that interview. Yeah, we'll bring him on. Um, I'm in charge of all Dan's ad reads now. <sighs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, so let's hit. Uh, what do we say? We'll hit Lee Freeland before. Before we bring Kelvin on, they try to try to skim it. Can you skim it? Because Dan gets very detailed with that read. He just says like the social security number and shit. Well, if we've got Lee's social security number. Just put that in our in our private message there. We'll right, right. Get some stuff going on. Uh, Lee Freeland of the law firm Freeland Associates is truly about the people that handle auto, medical, malpractice, nursing home, criminal matters, personal injury cases in every jurisdiction within the state of Florida. And they do it with the brashness of Steve Spurrier and relentless effort of Dan Mullen. I like it. Call them at 1-800-95-INJURED. And you can find them at yourfightourbattle.com. That every wasn't bad at all. I got you, so. Hmm. What's up, Kelvin? What's going on? How y'all doing? Good, Pretty good. good How, you? How about yourself? I'm doing good. Can't complain. All right, we'll keep it rolling then. We're kicking it with assistant director of pers- a player personnel, Kevin Bowden, uh new hire to the staff this year. How you how you feeling, Kevin? I'm I'm feeling good, man. Just I'm glad June is over with, basically. You know, I was gonna say that visits and, and official visits and camps. Man, was June was that. fun, yeah. man. Yeah, June was fun because you're sitting at home. You're not, you know, running around campus entertaining eight thousand kids that are kind of rolling through. Yeah, it was a busy month for us, man, um, especially with my first month being up here, you know, dealing with the recruiting side. But um, I actually had fun. Kevin, tell us a little bit about your role at the University of Florida right now and what it entails. Well, I, um, I, wrote, I worked directly with Coach David Turner, our D-line coach. Um, you know, um, I, I recruit the D-linemen, the best ones out there, and I try to attack them as much as I can, you know, full court press them. But I also, if I have a connection at a different position, like if it's a kid in Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama area, you know, I'm going to go attack them and I'm going to bring them to the position coach. But I work directly with Coach David Turner, who's our D-line coach, and um, we, we recruit the best D-linemen that's out there. 
I like it. Before we get into real quick, Nick, before we get into uh, all the Florida stuff, how did you get this job? How do you become a recruiting guy? Um, what made you want to do this this profession? Well, I was actually the receiver coach at Southern Miss, the University of Southern Mississippi this past season. And I kind of made, made a name for myself recruiting um, at University of Arkansas, working as an offensive graduate assistant working with Justin Stepp and Chad Morris, who was the head coach around the 2018-19 era. And I was there, made a name for myself in the recruiting, and um, it went from there. So, you know, in in the coaching profession, it's, it's basically close, close niche. You know, everybody's knowing who's on staff and mm-hmm. what they're doing on staff and who's making a name for themselves. So it, I made a name for myself in the recruiting, and it just – um, just went from there. You start beating, you start beating some coaches out for for commitments, and uh, they're going to start not want to compete against you. Just want to get you on staff. Yeah, it, it, it may it, it usually works like that, but um, I'm loyal to Mullen and David Turner. You know, mm-hmm. I, um, I've been knowing them guys for for years. You know, when I was in um, in junior college at Mississippi Gulf Coast, when they was at Mississippi State. So I've been knowing them guys for for years, and once I got in coaching, um, I just stayed in c- contact with those guys, and that's how it, that's how it went from there. What was what was JUCO ball like? Uh, I played at the one of the best junior college in the in the country, Mississippi mm-hmm. Gulf Coast Community College. Um, you know, it, it was a grind. You know, you just got to put your head down and grind and, and make the best of it. You know. Yep. What do you think when you, you know, what you've gone through, you know, you played Juco and then and then you play at Southern Miss, really, really successful at Southern Miss, but just seeing like what you get at Juco and now you come to, you know, you're at Arkansas, you're at a Florida and you see like what these guys get just in terms of either gear or just facilities. And are you ever look back and you think like, man, you guys have it like good here. Just, just comfort, mm-hmm. you know, um, the resources, you know, um, the meals, you know, them guys eating 24-7, them guys, you know, they could go to the equipment room and ask for a pair of gloves like it's nothing, you know, or <laughs> a T-shirt or some shorts, or or if they tear some cleats, they don't have to go pay for some cleats. They could just go to the equipment room and say, hey, man, can I get a size 11? So I, I think the resources, I, I you know, I think, you know, there's academics as well, you know, especially with the study hall and, you know, with Florida is one of the top schools, academic schools in the country. So, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, with a kid coming to Florida, it's, it's the best choice. What was um, what was the Hawaii Bowl like? I, I was, we were looking you up, and I saw senior year, you guys going to go out to the Hawaii Bowl. Well, I mean, first off, winning your conference, winning the conference championship, and then getting to go out there. Yeah, um, we was actually hoping to play in the BCS Bowl, but it, it didn't work out like that. But um, going to Hawaii for the first time, you know, it was actually fun being out there for a week. You know, just spending just spending um days every day out there in practice and just having a little fun. Coach for Fedora made sure we, the kids was having fun. Also putting in the work. I mean, that's hard. Recruiters change polos all the time, um, schools all the time. You say you was loyal to Dan Mullen and 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 um. University of Florida right now. What makes you a better comp? Uh, I'm sorry. What makes you a better recruited in the competition outside of the logo? Man, just me being me, you know, <laughs> and um, you know, bringing good energy, making sure you're connecting with the mother and the father and whoever else that's in the picture. You know, it could be the little brothers. It could be the, the cousin that's in the picture. 
you know, just bring good energy to the family and to the to the recruit, you know, and just being yourself, you know, because these kids could relate. These kids could see who's real and who's fake these days. You know, they, you know, you could smile in their face, but you could also they they could see if that's a fake smile, you know. But so it's just being real with these kids these days and being real with the families. We lost a guy. The guy that you replaced, I think, was Coach Coop, and Coach Coop was a big personality. I thought we, it was a big loss when we first lost him. And but yeah. you got it, you got to cook it on social media pretty fast, man. Um, what do you contribute that to you? Your, your personality? Do, do the staff encourage you guys to use social media a lot and let your personality shine, or what is that? No, nah, that's that's just me. That's just who I am. You know, um, as a football player, you know, just it's just putting your brand out there and putting right. the right brand out there. You know, and and once you put your brand out there. You know, kids going, kids going attached to it. So that's how I see it. You know, just being yourself and putting your brand out there, and also make sure it's a positive brand. We uh, when we talk to, um, you know, we're, we're sitting out there waiting for kids to get off their official visits. We talk to them. Uh, one of the biggest things I think everyone has kind of been saying is just the they feel like the honesty with this staff. And it's like, hey, we're not gonna sugarcoat things to you. This is how it is. We're not gonna lie to you to try to get you here because you know you can sign a national level intent get on campus and like, Hey, this isn't what you sold me. Is that, is that something you guys talk about? Like, Hey, we're going to give you an authentic experience when you're on campus. Cause we're not trying to get you here under false pretenses just to, you know, get a, get a five star or something like that. I'll say it's Dan putting a, a great staff together. Coach mother mm -hmm. putting a great staff together, um, making sure everybody's on the same page of things and making sure he has the, the right people in, on, in that building who has the same personality and, and the same out outgoing just being outgoing and just being themselves you know i, I that's i give credit to dan mullen for doing that you know mm -hmm. making sure everybody's on the same page and just having everybody who's the same personality of being outgoing i want to take you back the uh, the first day you guys could have guy have recruits on campus you had like that junior day i think it was there was like 60 guys on campus what yeah. goes in what goes into planning that is there like a you do like a rehearsal like hey who needs to be where we've got 127 golf carts um it, it seemed like organized chaos almost no nah, i wouldn't say organized chaos it's just make sure you get guys on campus mm -hmm. you know um you could do all the zoom meetings you could do all all you know the facetiming but it, there's nothing just being face to face with a kid, you know, making sure he's seeing what University of Florida is all about, making sure he's seeing the academic standpoint of the Hawkins Center, making sure he's seeing the swamp, walking into the swamp, the 90,000 plus fans seeing on a, on a drumatron, you know, um, and just being around the coaches, you know, and being around Coach Mullen, you know, he, he has a great personality. So it, it's, it's all about just trying to get guys on campus every day you can, you know, throughout the month of June before the day period. And do you prefer to coach or, or recruit a certain position or you find with just getting guys? I know you say you coach wide receivers, now you're having David Turner with defensive line. Do you just go get guys or you do prefer to uh, recruit wide, wide receivers? Man, I'm going to get the best ones. I'm, I'm going to get the best ones. I'm going to attack the best ones. Regardless of position. Regardless of the position. And I'm going to find out if, if there's a connection to that kid. I'm going to do everything I can to see if there's a connection to that kid to see if I know somebody that knows that kid or if I know somebody that may know somebody that knows that kid. So 
I'm gonna do everything I can to do my homework and see who's that kid dealing with, who's the kid's coach, or who's the kid playing with, or you know, who's who's the family. So I'm I'm gonna get the best ones. I'm gonna go after the best ones. So okay. he, he might he might be fed. So he's doing he's doing too much homework over here. No, I like it. I like it. I like the energy. <laughs> what what was you guys what are you guys' timeline like? I mean the, the the country was closed up last year and recruiting was totally different. I know you wasn't on this staff uh last year, but what are you guys' time frame like and urgency like with the recruiting, uh opening it up, early signing day? Uh, I see a lot of official visits jumped off this summer. Um, what's the deal there? Well, is you know, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you, you just take it take it um, day to day, you know, you just continue to make sure you talking to that kid each and every day or send a text message to the kid or send a text message to the father or the mother or whoever's um, connected to the kid. So, you know, you don't pressure these kids these days because these kids getting pulled, pulled left or right. So, you know, if they see that, you know, you, 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 you'll be fine. So I don't I don't pressure a kid to make a decision. You know, if if he's feeling you, he's feeling you. If he's not, you know, I, I tell these kids, just let me know. Just keep it one hundred. I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. How do you identify that? You know, whether it's hey, you said it might even be brother, like a little brother. Need to, you know, I have a strong relationship with him, and I want to be close to him. How do you identify um, who that who that person is? You know, not necessarily the decision maker. Yeah, so Go ahead. You, you ask those questions, you know, mm -hmm. you, you got to ask those questions, you know, who, you know, not the, just the decision maker, but who's in the household, you know, mm -hmm. who, who are you talking to every day or who are you dealing with? Who are you talking about the recruiting process with? So that's how I look at it. And that's, a, you know, you just got to ask those questions and just be upfront. You got to be upfront with each other. Do you see a trend in uh, official visits being more off season before the season started and not during the football season? Um, yes, because of the fact during, during the football season, man, these coaches, you know, these coaches ain't going to have much time, man. You know, mm, they, right. we try to win games. We try to win the championship. You know, we're we trying to get it done. And and throughout the week of up to Saturday, you know, they, they all they, – they, they grind in football. They're trying to learn who, who they're going against, you know. So – you know, it, it's it's kind of hard to have official visits in the fall because these coaches can't spend much time with these kids like they should. And just, you know, they just I, I think it's best to have it in the summer. Now, if you're making that decision in the summer. Yeah, let's let's go on and knock your official visit. Let's go on and knock your official visit out in the summer. If you make it in the fall, then we just going to have to work around it and and just get out there and do what we have to do to make that kid comfortable and make that that family comfortable. It's it's hard when you host Alabama Week Three to tell to tell a kid, hey, no, let's do this official in, in July or June, and, and right. you know, pay your own way and come see Alabama. I know everyone's excited about that game. Everyone we've talked to is like, yeah, I'm coming back to Florida Week Three to see that Alabama game. But I agree with you totally. You know. There's there's so much going on during the season. You're, you're going to get that game day experience, which I think will help Florida in recruiting because it's, it's a great game day atmosphere. But you're not no going to get that. You're not going to get that one on one time with the coach or with your position coach or with Dan because you know unless it's twelve thirty at night, you know after the game and he's already thinking about trying to break down film and, and now he's got to talk to you. So I agree with you. I think the best move is to do it in the summer when the coaches have more time. And that's and and the best thing about it. That's why you get these kids. On, on campus in the summertime on the unofficials or mm -hmm. you know if they do come in the fall 
as an official, they they already know what these coaches are about. They just mm-hmm. here just enjoy the weekend, enjoy the game, and 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 just enjoy the whole weekend, you know, the process. But you know, that's why you try to get these kids as much as you can on campus throughout the summer. You know, if it comes down to a kid taking an official visit in the fall. True. Now, how honest are y'all keeping it with these kids? You say y'all keep it honest with the kids. Uh, are you recruiting certain kids and, and and being honest to the point where you tell them they're not a take right now? And you may be recruiting a kid that's higher on the board. Well, with my with my point of view, I'm gonna recruit every take. So I'm not gonna waste your time, and I don't expect for you to waste my time. So right, right. I'm gonna recruit a take. You know, um, if you're not a take, hey, we we just gonna just keep a distance of communication. You right, know? So right. That's where it has to be to understanding of not just throwing out offers. Because you get caught up these days, people just throwing out offers. Then when the kids say, I want to commit, shoot, you just going you, you gonna to have to cover your tail. Mm, you know, right. so you shouldn't so you shouldn't just 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 be throwing out offers, not know, knowing you're not gonna take that kid commitment right away. You know. Kelvin said he's Mariano Rivera. The Yankees aren't bringing Mariano into the game in the fourth yeah. inning. They're, they're bringing him in the eighth or the ninth, and they got and they got a lead. That's I like he's it. he's not coming in in the third inning. Silk. Yeah, I like so it. That's, that's you just gotta have that mindset of things, you know. What'd you learn from your your um recruiting process as a recruit or athlete that helps you uh, recruit? Relationships. Um, relationships. Um, you know, when I was a when I was a student athlete, you know, uh, it's 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 all about relationships and making sure you find that right fit for yourself and not just going after a name. You know, right. it's just it's just making sure you're doing your your homework of what what the depth chart is like. Who's who's going to be your position coach? Um, you know, what's the tradition? So it's it's just all about being being comfortable and just find that right fit for yourself. I want to jump off recruiting for a second. We found a video. Um, I want to know what your relationship is with with Devin Booker. Well, um, where I'm from, the 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 coast is not too big. You know, it's it's, it's small. We call it a mm-hmm. two two eight. You know, it's two two eight area code. So I actually grew up in Moss Point before I moved to Ocean Springs, and um, my dad actually has a church in Moss Point, Mississippi. So, you know, um, Moss Point, not big. Moss Point is a small town. You know, everybody know each other, especially if you have a lot, a lot going for yourself. So at the time, at the time Booker was in high school, I was still playing ball. So, you know, his dad is me and his dad is real close, um, Melvin Booker. So, you know, well, I won't say real close, but I'm, I'm cool with Melvin. So I, I grew up I, I, when Booker was in high school. I was going to his high school game. So I built a relationship with him and his family. And um, that was actually my son's birthday weekend. So I had hit up Melvin and Melvin connected me with book. You know, um, you know, when you, when you're on that stage with that stage book is on, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be hard to get direct contact. So, you know, you're going to have to find somebody that's, that's could get straight to him. So I called the source and, and the source got straight to him. And book made it happen. Gave him his game shoes and signed them, and had courtside seats for him. Nice. That's that's a 
That's dad of the year stuff right there. You get you get game worn shoes. We're sitting, we're sitting right there. My my son's feet are on the same court that the guys are playing on. That's that's big time right there. I gotta step yeah, my game up. He he deserved it though. You know, he he's a great kid. So, you know, I try to do everything I can for him. I like it, man. June was a hot month for us. We talked about it a little earlier. And when, when Florida recruiting's hot, I'm a Twitter guy. Twitter is a very fun place to be when, when the recruiting's <laughs> hot. Like I got the jokes, I got the memes. <laughs> I got I get the I get the people into it. What what is July looking like for us, man? I'm trying to have some fun. Well, sure, we'll we'll see. You know, we, <laughs> we all we all on edge now to see what, what's gonna really pop off. So, you know, we just gonna have to wait and see how everything's gonna fall. You know, hopefully it falls on 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 our side of the court. So, you know, if it falls on our side of the court, hey, let's have fun. If it don't, we just gotta keep it moving and keep it pumping. Already, and then uh, logistically, what what is it? Is there another quiet period or a dead period that happens yeah, in July? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a dead period, so you know kids can't come on campus or anything mm -hmm. like that. So you know, you just you just gonna have to go back to them Facetimes and mm -hmm. to them Zooms and and just making sure them kids hearing from us, you know, and making sure you know we we just we just be real with them. Are we getting a Friday night lights or some type of special big camp before fall or before we wrap everything up this summer? Yeah, man, I'm actually looking forward to it, man. Um, you know, I, I knew they, they it was kind of big where they was last um, before they came to Florida. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to it being here in Florida. You know, um, I participated with working with Coach G, Coach Gonzalez, you know, at his camps back there where they was before they came to Florida. So, um, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hey, man, tell G he's doing his thing in that wide receiver room. We're get, we getting 50 talent, man. Appreciate yeah, that. man. They like shoot. You look at that that room. It's like big guys, number of big guys that. Man, I'm telling you, man, and, they can and fly. They can they, yes, they, sir. They ain't no slow guys. They're slow yeah. big guys. They're big guys can run. So, coach, coach G, is, coach G is a hell of a coach, man. Um, you know, he got a strong resume. I mean, like Jacob Copeland's like the short guy in the room. And he's, not, and he's not and he's not small either. Right, he's a big guy. Shoot, Cope, Cope looking good, man. Cope solid. Cope, Cope looks like he's ready to like if, if football doesn't work out, he can be like a bodybuilder. I remember he got hurt his freshman year and he came back, just looks like swollen. I was like, this kid just lives in the gym. Um, he's a breakout candidate for me this year. I think he's ready to have a have a have a season. Give us a sleeper on camp. Like, you I'm, got for breaking out, Kevin. Yeah, no doubt. No, that I'm looking for um sleeper. I I, I like to see Jadaris, Jadaris Perkins, the kid that just got here. So mm -hmm. I, I I think you know I think he's gonna wake some folks up, man. You know I I I think he he gonna come in and and hold it down, you know. But the guys before he came in, um I say Kamar Kamar um what's his last Will name? Will Coxon. Will Coxon. Okay. Yeah. He's he's hungry right now, you know. I, like I don't it. know too much about the team, but you know, just being around him and seeing his work that man, you know, you know, then Dex, you know, D line Dex number nine, you know, already. He ain't no sleeper, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he fall from a sleeper, but you know, you gotta you gotta give a shout out to D block, you know. So so I think I I think I think D block is going make it do what it do 
Have you thought about what it would be like for you first game, just, you know, being in the swamp and running out and after all the work you put in? Because I think the games are probably like the reward for all the work that you guys put in. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking forward to just actually experience a game in the swamp. You know, yeah. I never been to I never been to a Florida game. So oh, you in for a treat? Yeah. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to the 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 ninety five thousand plus. You know, so see what it's really all about. You know, you can see it on videos, but you know, actually yeah. get in there. Yeah. So I'm looking it's different forward vibe. To it. Yeah. Hey Kevin, man, we thank you for uh coming to hang out with us. We appreciate it. Tell the people the fans where they can find you at. Um on Twitter underscore K Bolden. All right, man. That's easy. Easy. Hey, and, and enjoy, enjoy July. I know you guys earned a, a little bit of a break, uh, at least from hosting. It was a crazy June, but uh you guys put in a lot of work and uh Speaking of breaks, one one last question for you get out here. Like the fans go crazy every time they see Dan Mullen on vacation. <laughs> yeah, give us a heads up when vacation is coming so we can let the fans know man man it's it's all about living life you know? absolutely you gotta you gotta live life it's, it's it's more to it than just football so you know just just like we always talk about be you live life mm-hmm. have fun enjoy absolutely people act, people act like this doesn't exist like like a phone doesn't exist and you can't you can't be doing work no matter where you are yeah right. man, just just you know it ain't all about football it's all about living too so, Absolutely, man. Still life out there to be lived, man. We appreciate you for hanging out with us, Kevin. Appreciate you, Kevin. Kevin Bolden. Impressive guy, man. Big yeah. Indian. I like it. Young guy. Um, I always wonder about that. You know, uh, I mean, it, it's probably easier to relate when you're 24, 25, 26, 27 years old. Uh, right. Say that Nick Saban's 140, and they still get recruits. But uh, um, it's a lot of work that goes into that, man. I don't think I could do it. And I think you see, like some coaches um, start I think to do more well. than anything. I think Nick Saban can still relate to the kids because he just keep it so real. Like like Kevin was saying, like mm-hmm. he just keep it so honest and so real about everything that kids still relate to that. And and of course, the results sell themselves. Yeah, yeah I think you you relate to. Uh, uh, championships and draft picks. That's very yeah. rare. And him telling you that he gonna play the absolute best people, and you believe it because he'll bench yeah. a, a, a a starter that's just was in the Heisman <laughs> race last year, and, and also a draft pick. He'll still bench him. So mm-hmm. just the realness as well. Woo wee! That's good, man. I'm I'm ready for a break. I was out there doing recruiting stuff. I can't imagine them. What, you be, what, what was your what was your June like? Let's talk about that a little bit. You you, you survive it okay? I was just stalking high school boys, man. Just out there waiting to ask them if they liked Florida, who they liked. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think I can go near a Chuck E. Cheese for a while. I think you know, seventeen year old boys I've been talking to. So, do you look forward to the dead periods when they had a dead period? Absolutely. Shit? Oh, okay. Absolutely. I, can I leave see the, that. I leave the recruiting for you. For me. For you. What do I do? Not the actual recruiting. The recruiting's recruiting's your oh, game. Oh, covering I cover I, I, I cover the fan a- aspect of it. Like yes. so I'm a reactionary coverer. I cover That's from reaction. Like if it's good stuff, good news, I got all the jokes, the memes, and good stuff. I come and pod about it, but on Twitter I just got the jokes and the memes. See, that's what I want. If there's there's bad news, then I just like Kevin said, enjoy life. Just let it slide. 
got, you got something else going on today. Right. <laughs> That's what I want. I need I need to cut out that little slice of, of I don't think you do that. Right. I don't think Rival's gonna allow you to just <laughs> Oh man. You having a rough day, Nick? Just take it off, man. Go to the beach. <laughs> hey guys, uh Kid's not coming. I'm gonna head out to uh, I'm gonna head out to Daytona for the week. See ya. <laughs> no need to no need to report this week. <laughs> no, I think um I think the staff is doing good. Um, he didn't want to hit on no July stuff. I've been hearing about a good July as well. June was 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 fairly good to us. Um, I think July is gonna be good as well. We're waiting on a couple more. Um, get Terrence Gibbs is making a decision. Uh, Jaden Gibson is making a decision. Um, I've been having people hit my DMs like, how, how confident are you about Jaden Gibson, man? He's been retweeting Miami stuff. Um, I feel good, man. Like I say, Billy Gonzalez is doing his thing. He's recruiting studs. Um, I'm just go by what he got going on. Miami don't have any momentum on the trail. They, they're losing losing guys by the second. They just lost Quan Lee, another wide receiver. So I just like where we at in Jaden Gibson's recruitment and, mm-hmm. and what his staff is heading as well and, and recruiting in, in, in general. Um, here's, here's one thing. So you talked about, you know, the officials and stuff like that. Um, everyone was excited to get the officials done. Do you think it's better to have them done now? Or do you think, okay, well, floors built momentum too early. And if you go and let's say they go eight and four this year, you might get into a situation where you get some decommits later where you could have, you know, built some momentum and then kind of rode it through the season. Um, I think if we're a staff and we're a program that needed wins to land recruits, like, say, Florida gotcha. State, mm-hmm. then y'all can see how that could um, set us back. I think the staff is expecting, like, four wins. Well, not expecting, but got in their mind that this is probably our four – not four wins. Woo. Four losses. Yeah. Whew, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chunk out everything you said. If, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Four Hold games this year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got some McElwain vibes in my, my, in my um, blood stream a little bit there. Nah, but I think um, the staff is kind of expecting like around four losses. I think any fan or any kid following this program should be expecting around three, four losses. Uh, anything better than that is a plus. So I'm just feeling good, man. Uh, we'll see. We got some big guys. We got Tyler Booker coming up, correct? He's about to decide soon. Um, that's a heavy seat. Heavy seat is a guy that's been struggling and been dealing with projects this entire time. So if we could get our ceiling higher as far as the kids we're bringing in, like that shit just bodes well, man. So. I think we're sitting in a good spot before fall camp kicks off. And we if we could close July strong. And then like I think it's a good time just to get official visits in. Dan, I mean I'm calling you Dan. I think it's a good time to get official visits in just because during the season you can't show mm-hmm. the facilities and, and the breakdown of the film. Like you're just coming in for a visit. Everybody's busy. You better see the coaches. They doing film and got other stuff going on. So off season is the best to show off your program and everything you can offer a kid. Business um, meeting. And let's talk a little bit of different recruiting. Um, <clears throat> just mentioned him, Darius Perkins. Um, he told Corey Bender that he is enrolling, enrolled today. Obviously, if Kelvin mentioned, that means it's gone through. Um, Missouri transfer. And then uh, another one, Elijah Blades. Um, not on campus yet. What I'm being told is that there's still some classes that are being taken. Um Five years in, still trying to take some classes. Uh, so yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's a, you know. Hey man, it took me. I took some victory laps. I, I'm not hating on it. It, uh, it took me a while yeah. to graduate. But um, what do you think? We talked about this a little bit before. What do you think the outlook is outside of Kyrie? Because to me, 
if you're going after two guys, and I think you've said this before too, if you're going after two guys, two grad transfers, um, that, that's a Band-Aid. That means to me you don't have a solution on the team right now and, hey, we need to put a Band-Aid on this while these other guys develop. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, I, um, I do like this Jadarius kid. I think he's going to be a, a – I think he can play outside. People are saying nickel and some other spots. But I think he could play. I don't think we're just getting him just because – we need a body. I think he's a guy that's going to come in and possibly start. Same with Elijah. Um, we're down in talented. Torian Gray left us with a lot of suspect talent at defensive back spot. You know, we're going to have to address that heavy. Um, we, we did this last cycle. I think we brought in some studs on um, this past cycle, but we're going to have to bolster that room up quite a bit. So I am following. I mean, Jules took a commitment this past weekend. Um, you want to cover that? Who's Jules' commitment? We just took a commitment. Oh, did we take that commitment? Or am I mistaken? But there I was think, a commitment. Uh, I think they did. Our our rivals board was hoping that it was a preferred walk-on. It was not. I'm pulling it up right now. Should have been ready. You didn't you didn't tell me. I'm, I'm I didn't I was trying to forget this commitment a little bit. <laughs> you, were, you were trying you're actively trying to forget it? Yeah. You know, did I just talked myself you, back into like bringing it up. Were you are you getting trolled? Uh, I don't worry about the trolls. I'm pretty sure like there there are people in my mentions. I'm just more concerned about the take. And then I want to know like I don't think that like from the defensive backboards I was given, I didn't see this kid. So I was a little confused mm -hmm. about um where this commitment came from out the blue. But Dan Mullen did retweet something. He didn't do his chosen twenty two thing. Remember that? I, I forget when that was. It was it was Felipe Franks and because. Um, that was Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt yeah. and us, they would tweet mm -hmm. Gunslinger. And I think, like, Justin Fields was on campus. There, was it Justin Fields? No, it wasn't Justin Fields. It was the, the dude that was just at Washington, the quarterback. Um, what's his name? Oh, uh, he went to Georgia, then Washington? No, the, the Washington Redskins quarterback was on campus. Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, there you go. Yeah, Florida didn't have uh, Florida didn't have a quarterback. Felipe was an LSU commit, I think, at the time. Decommitted, and they get them both on campus. And like Felipe tweets, "All Gator committed to the Gators," and we all just kind of like sat there waiting for the gunslinger, waiting for the the chomp chomp from Mac, and like it didn't happen. And I was like, Felipe got on campus, saw this other kid. Yeah. I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, yo, I need to pull the trigger right now. Whether I've got clearance for takeoff or not, this plane is taken off. Uh, and uh, it, it all happened the way it happened. Right. So I'm still a little in the flux about if this is a take. Uh, this kid formerly uh, or previously committed to Georgia, but was uh, decommitted. I think he was let out of that commitment as well. I don't think it was like a, a decommitted he wanted to do. Uh, I think the film is just okay. I don't know if who gave Jules the green light on this one, but I'm not ex super excited about the take. Now that we're not on Twitter, we're, we're in the privacy of our own home. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got uh, I got a lot of Gator news of the week today. The Olympics, man, that's what's doing it. Shout out to Flamingo, dude. He's so fast. Some I got some hate. I, I said. He has the potential to be one of the greatest Gators of all time. And someone's like, you better talk about Caleb Dressel and all these other people. <laughs> Jesus, playing with fire. <laughs> uh, they're like, you better talk about Caleb Dressel and all these other guys. I'm like, 
Flamingo's 23 years old. Like, he's just getting started, dude. Like, he's going to this Olympics. He'll be in the next Olympics. Like, he's beginning of his career. Yeah, he's smoking people. He ain't like there's a close second that may challenge him for the goal in four years. Like, he's no, just smoking that, everybody that, so far. That was not a photo finish in, in his qualifier race. He was gone. Yeah. Um, he's doing victory laps in a sprint. I wonder why he doesn't run. So, he does the 4 by 110 Is it 4 by one or 110? 110. Why doesn't he do the two also? Is it so different? What hurdle? Yeah. Or they do they do a four by four hurdle, I know. I don't know if they do a, a, a two hundred hurdle. Two ten hurdle or something like that. Two ten hurdle, maybe. Let me see. I think they do they do definitely do longer hurdles because Florida has a, a woman runner. Yeah, they do like mile hurdles and stuff, but that's that's just excessive. I'm not a big hurdle fan, but he 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 just like glides over them things, man. So mm-hmm. shout out to him. And I got an autographed picture of him from when he came on stadium. He stayed in Miguel alum. Stadium Miguel alum. He was just trying to get on uh saw he was just trying to get on the um I am athlete show. Oh nice. That when did you guys when did you guys have uh have Flamingo on? Uh last year this time I think we had him on. Okay, let's see. They've got 110 hurdles. Oh, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. You're the track guy. I was, looking, I was looking to you for knowledge, and you were just playing with fire over there. They did a men's 200 hurdle from the 1900s to 1904 or 1994. What do you got here, Spence? Spence says they did a men's 200 hurdle from 1900 to 1094. 1900 to 1904. Oh, four years. Four years back in that's, the early that's 1900s. That's two Olympics, like the 1900 Olympics and the 19... 19- Oh four, yeah, yeah. Ten ninety four. He looks like a CPA over there. He's giving me all kinds of like IRS code. Where's your ten ninety four? All right, let me hit this pot. Let me hit this uh, this ad read, and then we're gonna get into game. You didn't give me an opinion on the tape, bro. Like, what do you think about the tape? I have no idea. My message board didn't Did like it. Na- Did you get a kid's name? What's his name again? Um, I don't know. fans, man. I didn't even get it. I didn't even. Look. I didn't want to learn distracted. his name, but I can find it. Hold on. I got distracted. It's like disrespectful. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit my ad read while you find your name. I got you. <laughs> uh, roof soldier, do you need a new roof? Is your roof leaking? I think we just gotta commit too. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man, in the middle of roof soldier. I'm sorry, bro. I was reading out. I was talking out loud. I forget sometimes, man. Do you need a new roof? Is your roof leaking? Is silk talking through your ad read? Is your insurance company making you replace your roof? Running a special? If you mention Stadium and Gale. Receive $1,000 off any roof replacement. Call them at 877-ROOFS-FL. That's 877-766-3735. Mention Stadium and Gale and get $1,000 off. Save money. It's free. Free cash. Yeah, you can never be mad at free cash. No. So what do you got? Recruit. Jamarian Miller committed. Um, get some information on him. I'm trying to find the first kid. Okay, I got him. Jamarian Burt, 6'1", 175-pound defensive back out of Ocala, Florida. What school? Forest? Forest. Exactly. And he was not a – not an Uncle Silk take. No, no, I mean, I don't know, man. They might have seen something in the workout. He worked out for Jules. 
Drew seen something and I just seen the commitment. I didn't see him on any boards. I haven't heard a lot about this kid. <clears throat> I turned his tape on. I didn't see anything exciting or crazy that popped out. Um, like Travez Johnson last year, when we took him, he was a sleeper pick, wasn't ranked that high. But when you call on his tape, it was kind of like lights out. Like, yeah, this kid can play football a little bit. I just not saying. I think he's an okay recruit, but I don't know if he's uh, University of Florida material. Especially at this point, it's like like we're early. This is a guy that we could we could have waited on. I don't think there's no urgency in taking a kid like that right now, especially because we hot right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're not in a, you're you're not in a position right now where you've got to take you're 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 the name right now. You're trending on Twitter, right? We also got a kicker, Trey Smack. We got like that name. That's that's a great kicker name. First off, kickers are weird. Uh, punters are people, but that's a great that's a great name. You can't. You gotta like that's branding. You talking about the NILs in play? Yeah, with a name like Smack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, so what, what would be a bad kicker name? Shank, Some, Shank, Shank would be a terrible kicker name. Yeah, family just be worse. Just, just setting you up for failure there. Yeah. All right, you ready for this? You ready for this yeah. Gator news of the week, or you got more? No, let's hang out. Let's go. All right, Dan's Gator news of the week. Florida head coach uh, Kevin O'Sullivan is serving as the pitching coach for the 2021 USA Collegiate National Team. Uh, Gator pitchers Hunter Barco and Brandon Sprout are on the team because of COVID. Uh, normally they do an international schedule and they'd fly to Japan and play in Puerto Rico, play in the Dominican. Um, but they're just playing 11 games against themselves. So it's a bigger uh, roster and they're just doing inter-squad games. Uh, still an honor to be on the team. Uh, and it's Kevin O'Sullivan's first time coaching for um, USA Baseball. Uh, Bradley Beal. Gator is going to be on the final USA Basketball Olympic roster. So he'll be chasing gold. Um, he had a wild, crazy good year um, this season. Uh, need to get him down in Miami, Silk. No, that's not your team. Oh, your team got the yeah. number one pick. No, my team's Lakers, bro. You're a Magic fan. No, Magic, Magic. Like, they, they didn't get the number one pick, though. I thought they did. No, they're like five or six or something. Man. We always get that goofy pick. You always, oh, you said we. Whatever, you know. Yeah, there we go. Big, oh, Long-time Magic fan. Uh, incoming Gator freshman Leanne Wong will travel to Tokyo as a replacement athlete for the U.S. Gymnastics Olympic team. In women's lacrosse, the Gators added attacker Madison Riley to the roster from Maryland. Um, don't know much about lacrosse, but if you're getting someone from Maryland, you're probably going to lacrosse. That's my lacrosse take for the week. In men's swimming, Alfonso Mestre qualified for the 2020 Olympics, and he will represent Venezuela Men's tennis, Sam Riffis, if I butchered that, sorry, Sam. Defending NCAA singles champion has been named to the United States Tennis Association Collegiate Summer Team. Uh, that was announced Wednesday. And I've got how many of these? I've got 17 Gators names going to the Olympics. Mark Colzavari uh, mm-hmm. is on the baseball team. Bradley Beal, we said with basketball. Kayla DiCello for gymnastics. Leanne Wong for gymnastics. Three from softball, Aubrey Monroe, Michelle Moultrie, and Kelsey Stewart. Swimming, Caleb Dressel, Kieran Smith, Bobby Fink, Natalie Hines. Grant Holloway, we talked about Flamingo. Will Clark, Marquise Dendy, Corey McGee, and Taylor Manson are running. And then Enzo Martinez Scarpe is swimming. He's swimming for Uruguay. And then, of course, uh, 
Mouse, Mike Holloway is coaching on the track team, and Anthony Nesty is one of the swimming coaches. And then we got a bunch of recruiting news that uh, that we touched on with Kelvin. So that is Dan's news, Gator news of the week. All right, real quick, that Jamarian Miller kid committed to Texas, so we didn't get a commit. Um, okay. He committed to Texas, running back. And also another guy that we were after, Quayshawn Sapp, committed to Florida State over the weekend. So it got off Hevesy's board. He's been leaning in Florida State for a little while now and popped over the weekend. All right. So that means you, you're going to have some some Twitter bullets flying at you there? No, oh, not for him. Just poor kids just, just don't want to live life right, you know? Now you got to deal with the consequences of it, man. Kids, there's just like consequences to the decisions you make. I tell my kids this every day. You've got big McElwain vibes today. You've got freedom of choice, but not freedom of consequence. You came with big, big shark blood this week. No, no, don't put that in mind. Don't, don't speak that on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm, I'm, <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, what, uh, what happened with Miami? I saw uh, the the great pastime of of kids decommitting from Miami. Just which just went down right before we started recording. Yeah, Quan Lee, the kid that started the the moving service um, with his entrepreneurial NIL thing going on, he decided to be a moving company. So he's moving from Miami to Orlando, it seems. I think he's going to end up being like a UCF commit soon here. Hey, go Knights. Shout out to Miami for Now they're outside. They, they benefited so much last year for the, from the pandemic. Them kids, all the local kids couldn't take business, and they kind of cleaned up. And a nice little haul uh, uh, just because kids couldn't take visits. Now this year they're ranked like 65 in recruiting right now because kids can see the world. Where do you think Florida ends? Uh, we've been training around like top 15 classes, right? Um, mm-hmm. Top 10, 12-ish, somewhere around that. I think we could get in, like securely into that top 10, like 7, 8-ish is why I got us up. All right, so right now on our rivals rankings, where where's Florida? Florida's twenty one right now, ten overall commits. What's the room in this class? I haven't looked that up yet. That's always the same shit. Around like twenty five kids. Twenty five. Right. Who's your Who's your Who? Sounds if we like got a, if we've got a Silks most wanted, who would be your guys? Nolan. Yeah. My most want right now. Um. And then I'll go. I like the Gentry Williams kid, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we get him. And I like Evan Stewart. Just difference makers. I think all three of those guys could play day one. Okay. What do you think? Um, I, I I'm getting old, like urban flashbacks with with the speed. And I think we talked, we briefly touched on it last week, but the speed that they're recruiting. Um, do you think there's something to that that they're trying to change, or because to me, when I, when I look at the way that they're recruiting, they're trying to, you know, when Urban said we're going to be the fastest team in America, went out and got Rainey and Demps. I mean, they had linebackers that were running. Carlos Dunlap was a 280 pound guy that could that could move. Um, do you think Dan's trying to get to that, trying to build that fast, the fastest team in America? Yeah, I also think he just wants to be able to not have to like methodically move the ball down the field with possession guys mm. or or running back that running backs that, that that can just move the chains, get you first downs, ten yards to hard yards. I think he's trying to find whether it's ninety yards out, thirty yards out, ten yards out, 
Um, and I think in the past, even in our running back room, before we just got the few guys that just coming on, we had guys that could get us three, four yards to carry, not really breaking anything big. We had the Freddie Swains, that wide receiver, the, the Hammond, that wide receiver, possession guys, guys that could run good routes, but they wasn't going to score from a, a distance mm-hmm. in a, on a consistent basis. So I think he's just looking for guys that can strike from afar. Home I think he could get guys in position. Like he schemed guys open. Instead of scheming a guy open to get you like a chunk of yards, he could not go get you six. What you, what you, what you, yeah, but when you look at that, so like he's – when you say that, he schemes guys open. He does stuff like that. Then we talk about recruiting and they're taking projects and stuff like this. Um, so you're giving him a lot of credit in terms of development, X's nose on the field. Um and I guess I've given him a pass on the recruiting because, hey, listen, they're getting whoever you didn't like this guy or he didn't think he was a take. But two years from now, you know, he's he's starting and making, you know, I mean, the guys that we were talking about uh, in that first like receiving class, like Tyree Cleveland was just OK. He had some moments, but didn't really do anything. Freddie Swain had some moments, but didn't really do anything. And then Dan gets in and then all of a sudden these guys are making an impact. But I guess I'm talking in, talking in circles here, but if you start getting those five-star guys, uh, right. maybe it makes your coaching job easier. My, my baseball coach used to always say, um, good players make me a better coach. Right, and also, like, you ain't got to scheme yourself to death. Like, faster wide receivers separate from DBs better, right? Yeah. So, like, you ain't always got to scheme a guy open. Sometimes a guy could just get open when he's a five-star and he running a 4-3 10 to 800 meter. Like he could just create his own space and make his own play. So I think he's making his job easier when he ain't got to scheme everything and, and guys can go get their own. He could throw a guy a bubble screen and they could take that to the crib if they run a 10 to 8. Well, I want to. Okay, moving on to uh, we got this NIL happening this week, mm. um, Thursday. So Midnight Thursday, July first. Excited 1st, about that, man. July first. I think it's it's a long time coming. Um, if you had a company, who is uh-huh. uh, you do have a company? Right. Who is the Gator that you would target to represent your brand? I'm going after the Gator quarterback, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going, you're immediately going quarterback. Yeah, of course. Like, why not? I mean, I think Emory Jones, especially if it's my product, man, you know, it's going to be super urban. He got the locks. He, he fits hip-hop culture. Um, but, yeah, I think Emory Jones, anytime you want to get a product, you go with the quarterback of any of these programs, but especially at University of Florida. But then outside the obvious, let me see. No quarterback. <sighs> Who would I go after? Who do I like? I still would probably go out to like uh, Bogle. I go out to Bogle. Give me Bogle. What's what's your what's your plan for Bogle? What what's your what's your elevator pitch to Bogle to get him my, to represent the Kush House? Well, my pitch would be: I don't think we should use Kush House because <laughs> let's keep you on the field. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that. That'd be a wild. That'd be a wild sponsorship. I think NCAA would probably like crack down on NILs after they see that one. <laughs> Uh, my my pitch would be just like yo man like like you're about to take off this year and be the D a neighbor I think he's gonna be a, a, a fucking household name by the end of the season to be honest with you um shout out to Brent Car I think Brent Carson have a real good good year but I got Bogle slightly having a better year than him I think like you just need the right platform be with the right people 
to take that brand to another level. We don't have to wait for you to get all those sacks to do that. We can do that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll uh, put you in the right position on the right platform that you talk your shit. Tell the people who you're about letting them get to know Chris Bowling. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm going for Jeremy Crawshaw. We're going to work some, some blue and onions. Mm. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna lean in heavy to the Australian vibes. Okay. Um, maybe working a Foster's endorsement in there as well. Got you. And we probably can figure out a sock deal. They kick. We'll figure out some type of wordplay there, right? Look, look at that. You're, you're, you're my agent. Hey, man. I'm, agent. I, I, I'm okay at this marketing thing. Man. I, I, hang, I hang with Spence, man. That's it. That's it. Me and we got we got some Aussie socks coming. Um, there you go. I, I love it. And I, I don't understand the the pushback on it. This isn't schools paying anyone. This isn't NCAA paying anyone. It's just allowing guys to be regular, regular ass Americans, regular college because students. Because they and, know um, they're next. Like if once they give up this, like and they don't stop, Nick. Like once you get somebody rights, it's not like they don't want any more rights. This is fine. I don't need any more money. It's, this is yeah, yeah, right. that's yeah. it. Yeah, just let me make money off my likeness. Like forget mm-hmm. all the, the TV deals. They just know like that's one of the jigs that's up, and more jigs is gonna be up soon. So they trying to fend off as long as they can from the real money because they did. They not worried about the likeness. They really worry about their money, the TV deals, and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So at the end of the day, and I mean, it'll be interesting to see. So. I think uh, the argument has been, you know, probably from some of the older folk and then from uh, from the NCAA is amateurism. You're taking away from the game. Now guys can transfer and now they're getting paid and amateurism. Like, amateurism is a joke. That was a, just something used to keep, you know, to, to oppress the student athletes and to keep them down and to keep, you know, the athletic directors and presidents and, and uh, people in the NCAA to, to line their pockets while, while you know, while everyone else was just doing this stuff just for, you know, uh, that meal and, and, and for some free classes. Um, but I like this. I'm interested to see how some guys are going to brand themselves. I like, I like need to teach too. it, though. I take, to, take, take me back take on Bogle. Uh, give me Copeland. I like Copeland and the goals. How- it's, it's, like, marketable with that, that smile, that beautiful smile of goals. What you got? How, how are you throwing Bogle to the side already? I ain't throw him to the side. I work with both guys, but if I had to rethink that thing, I think um, Copeland is 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 prime, ready to go. He's wearing them a one, right? So they're expecting big things out of him. I think Dexter's one too. Um, he he and his, yeah, yeah. his girlfriend have the YouTube channel, so they're already starting to do um, some of that branding, some of that marketing. Um, had some really good headlines when when they spent Memorial Day um, giving food to homeless people. Um, He's a kid who's been through a lot with, with his dad, um, and I think he's got a great story, good head on his shoulders. He'd be a good, he'd be a good one too uh, to represent your brand. But I'm excited to see what these kids do. Whether it's, you know, the the I saw the Wisconsin quarterback came out with his own logo today. Um, my guy had some swag too, so dropped dropped it with he wears number five, so he dropped it with I got five on it. Released the logo. Um, I'm interested to see. I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get some like. Some corny ads too. You remember when like Will Muschamp would have to do like the dairy farmer's milk, and he looked like he was like a, a hostage situation sitting in yeah, front of the yeah, camera. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna get some 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 like some bad some funny bad advertisements. But listen, as long as as it's uh, putting money in the kids' pockets and it's helping them out, I'm here for it. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how many brands really jump at like the video commercial stuff. That's what I'm interested to see. Interested, interested to see. I think a lot of these kids are just gonna have to like kind of get on their own and, and monetize merch and like to say stuff you see that Gravon's doing, like that type of stuff. Um, we'll see. July first is about to hit, and they're all sending out their tweets about you know they ready to work. It's gonna be the wild wild west for a minute. All right, I got one more. I got one more ad read for Dan. We got Cardinal Financial. Are you looking for a new mortgage? I just got. I just went one year in my house this month. So, bought my first house. One year in my house now. Nice. I'm about four or five years in. I lost count. So you might be looking for a new mortgage soon. Trying to refinance. Yeah, like this year. <laughs> Are you looking for a new mortgage? Look no further than our friend Carlson Black at Cardinal Financial. Mortgage license in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Virginia. Cardinal offers many types of home loans, conventional loans, FHA loans, VA loans, fixed rate loans, adjustable rate mortgages, jumbo loans, and more. He can help with construction loans, one-time close, and even down payment assistant loans. He can also help you refinance at historically low rates. Moreover, if you are a real estate agent looking to partner with Carlton, he is your guy. Call him. And close in as little as 21 days. The number is 404-769-5501 or carlton.black at cardinalfinancial.com. Mm. Who you got in the uh, College World Series? Uh, man. Do you know who's know. in it? I have no idea. Vanderbilt, right? All SEC. We got Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. So you've got Cowbells and Whistlers. Felt like feel like Vandy's there a lot. I kind of guessed that, but shout out to that. Who you got? I got. I'm gonna go with Mississippi State. Um, Vandy is the reigning champion, which is weird because they didn't have one last year. So they won in 2019. There was nothing in 2020. So Vandy's looking for a a unique back to back baseball championship. Did you pick? You said you picking Vandy. What's up? Yeah, give me, Vandy. just give me Vandy because that's the only team I knew that was in it. So I'll take Vandy. I'm going dogs. You got you got doors, dogs and doors. Mm. And then um, I I talk I've talked about it a bunch. How much how much do you tune into the Olympics? Is it just track for you? Track. Uh, it depends on what's on and how bored I am. But the most the only thing I'm really interested in for the Olympics is track. Not even basketball. I'm not into that. Um, I've I've gotten into. It. I love. Um, stories like I was watching old like highlights of just like walk off and like walk off wins stuff like that and, and getting like goosebumps watching it. Um, I I love watching, especially the non revenue sports. Like Bradley Beal is made tens of millions of dollars. Does he want to win an Olympic medal? Sure, but that's not the reason why he started playing basketball. Like there's no track professional track league that's going to you know set these guys up forever. So when you when I see the you know the women's um, you know, heptathlon, you know, whatever that one is where they do, you know, 10 events, you know, get to the Olympics and she's crying. I'm like, that's such a cool story. I love watching people like uh, reach their goals. So I've been really enjoying all the trials and stuff. Yeah, there's always a storyline. Like, I, I always get caught up in the storyline. So whether it's, like, figure skating or yeah. gymnastics, yeah, there's always a storyline that everybody gets caught up in every Olympics. So I buy into that that type of stuff, but just outside looking in, just I just think that the track track is gonna be crazy too. Like men and women, 
Uh, it should be some fun sprints. I forget the, who the girl was. She was a, a hurdler, and I saw a tweet. She set she set the world record qualifying just now or yesterday, and she also had like six other world records for however old she was at that, at that time. Even like uh, like under sixteen, she has the world record for under sixteen, under seventeen, eighteen. She was a national champion in college, and then just set the world record to qualify. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. Well, one last thing for me. What? What? Uh, we haven't talked about your Jags too much. I saw your boy Trevor Lawrence opened up his uh, four hundred dollar toaster today. Toaster. You never. You didn't follow that. Nah, man. I told you it's been. I've been. It's been hard for me to keep up with news and television and stuff lately, bro. What, what happened so, with the toaster? So, so Trevor got in, uh, was engaged, getting married, and then mm -hmm. E. Dilla on Twitter found their wedding registry, and on it was this ridiculous toaster. I think it's literally three hundred dollars. Oh. It's just a, it's got a screen on it. You pick what it's got like a, it's, it's like a computer and a toaster. You only put two pieces of bread in it. It's not even a, you know. A, a two-sided four four piece of bread toaster, but it's expensive. And uh, this guy E Dilla found it, and all of a sudden everyone starts pitching in. All these Jaguar fans. This is before the draft. Start pitching in and buying uh, stuff off the registry because he's not going to be the number one pick and can't afford it on his own. Um, but then Trevor and his wife now now wife turned it into like a charity thing, and they donated a bunch of the stuff, but he tweeted a picture of the toaster today. I'll send it to you so you can look at this thing. It's pretty fancy. Um, he opened it today. Boom. Send that to you. That ain't the fanciest toaster you've ever seen. But shout, out that was, shout, shout out to the weird people buying rich people gifts. Right? No sense. <laughs> who, who does that? I think they were... I think they started just to like... he So he started a like... Uh, he was, he was sounding like his Venmo. He was like, hey, I'm going to buy them the toaster. Um, <laughs> there it is. He's like, I'm going to buy them. What does that toaster do? It toasts. That's it. It's it, like it, a smart toast. Can I toast from the crib? Like, No, it burns your bread. That's what it does to the to the correct burnness that you want. It does it. something special, man. Shout out to Trevor. Trevor's a Jaguar quarterback. He's going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback and, a, and wear a gold jacket one day. That toaster does great things. We just got to figure out what it does. And he, <laughs> and, and he deserves it. It just makes toast. Revolution toaster is what it says. It, it burns bread. So you're saying put it in the oven? You put it in a pan. A pan? Pan. You got to get to the facility, baby. got to be quick. <laughs> um, so I think what he started doing, because the toaster was ridiculously priced. I can't even remember what it was. It was over $300. And they ended up raising like $3,000. Um, from Jaguars fans sending stuff in. Yeah, y'all are y'all are crazy. I remember that one year. You guys kind of like just lay down, know that you're not going to be a good team. Tebow updates, man. I got no Tebow updates, bro. Damn. No Tebow updates. Uh, good luck to Tim. Wishing think the he, best. Uh, think he makes the roster? Uh, no, I do not think he makes the roster. Do you? I don't know, man. Our tight end room was pretty horrific. <laughs> I think he's going to get a chance, uh, and he's got getting a chance. But I mean, you're what is he? 30, I, 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 34 I years he old. Like, I'm not trying to like just poop on uh, Tim Tebow's dreams and aspirations, but I don't think it's smart for him to be playing football and getting his head hit at this age. 
No. Hey, chase your dream. Do what you want to do. Right. Um, but I don't think he's going to make the 53. That's just me. <laughs> anyway, so you think back to back to your Jags. I'm, I'm trying to climb on your Jags. There was one year where y'all were good. And you one were year. Two years, maybe? It was like the. We've been good a few years, but don't give me one. Recently. I'm, I'm not talking about back in the, you know, the Mark Burnell when they were good. I'm, I'm talking recently when like Ramsey was on the team. Right. Oh, they cheat us out of the Super Bowl when the Patriots yeah. cheat us. Yeah, pretty much. That's what they do. Yeah, listen, you'll get no argument from me when the Patriots are cheating. Um, you guys are insufferable. Team. Insufferable on Twitter. The, the, well, they the, rob us for the, a Super Bowl. The phrase, act like you've been there before, came to mind on a daily basis. Well, we've never been there before, Dan. I understand. I, mean, I can tell. You're calling me Dan because you're saying like the stuff you be saying, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to fill in for Dan. Um but yeah. Also, do we even know that Dan's there? Dan was back at the disco on Sunday. This might just be a long hangover for Dan. We need disco. pictures. He was, looked like back. he was at like a Vegas pool party, but in Tampa. He was at a Tampa pool party. But look Vegas 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 ish. I'm going to Vegas in August. Nice. No, I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> You think you're ready? ready? What are you going there for? You going there for vacation or are you going for work? Bachelor party. Mm, mm. Yeah. Old-fashioned bachelor party. Yeah. I'm at at that age. I'm going on a lot of them now. Not mine, though. Not mine. Shout out to your friends for getting married. (laughs) Uh, And I got uh, the Dominican in February. Vegas and sat Vegas in August and the Dominican in February. Just living reckless, really. That sounds like fun. That sounds like fun, to be honest with you. I need to figure out some vacation, man. I just been work, work, work. It's coming up soon. I'm gonna take something out in the fall. What's vacation with what's you. vacation with family like? With kids. It's, it's like a vacation with, but with family. So it's not like my Vegas trip. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you, gotta like, you gotta consider other people and shit. Like it's oh, that's not like, yeah, it's that's the Dickens, man. It, no. You gotta care about other people. You got curfews, you gotta wake up for breakfast because they want they don't want to just like sit around and sleep in. You gotta like find kid activities. Um well, the best part about it is I always get to go out and wife stays in. So at night, if I there's some nice shenanigans like a bar I want to hit or see the, the city at night, she'll stay in with the kids. She's not a night person, so I get to do my night thing whenever, but yeah, you just gotta care about other people and be considerate of kids. Doesn't sound like vacation. No, it's not, man. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so when you when you're let's say you and the family are out, you're on vacation, you run out, you just sit at the bar by yourself. You go to the bar and just like and just vibe. Sit. Absolutely, I do it all the time. I'm a habitual hotel bar sitter. At her, you talk to people there. Absolutely. The bartender, uh, if there's some, I mean, usually you're at a hotel, people are on vacation. So you find out what people are from, you know, just that is, that is the, that is the, uh, vacation thing. That's a, like when we were in Colorado skiing, it's the, the opener is where are you guys from? There you go. Man. No one's from here. Yeah. Where are you from? And then like, especially like, it depends on where you at, you know what I'm saying? Um, the way you from these to like 
you know, a little friendship over the vacation. So now it's your boy that you met at the bar from root from from floor three. Y'all meet up the next <laughs> night. You know what I'm saying? Y'all friends now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all boys on vacation. Then you never see him again. And it's all not, cool. not exchanging numbers. You'd be like, hey, same time, same place. We're uh, I'm back actually, here. I've actually exchanged IGs with a guy on vacation. I still see him like on his IG, just living it up. I'm like, yo, this is the dude I met, man. Shout <laughs> him. So he's just his life is a vacation because he's still just living it up, doing it. He's just vacation more than I do. That's mm-hmm. what I learned. I want to get to the place where I have Dan Mullen type vacations, lavish yeah. and frequent. Frequent? He has like two a year. Come on, it's like me, man. I need. I would love two a year. Two a year ain't nothing. I need. I need one every three months. Like that's the vibes I need. That's when you live in life. Don't like in Europe. They encourage that. They're like, "Yo, just go holiday. You get like six weeks paid vacation every year. Just like get out of here, go somewhere." We see. I, I like. I like to work when it's work I like to do. So like, I could go vacation and still do this shit right here, right? Yeah. So I just need to get my bread right where I can vacation every three months and afford it because I can always, I don't care about working if I'm doing what I like. Well, get your bread right. Hit your man, hit your manscaped dad. Shout out to Manscaped, man, <laughs> for keeping my head, both of them in check. Um, be sure to use coupon code SG at checkout for 20% off and free checking. Manscaped has got me feeling... Ah, like it's a wash boy summer. You feel me? I'm feeling wash good. Boy. Wash boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Feeling great, man. I'm all shaped up, clean, good to go. Um, great deodorant. Summer months are filthy, man. Have you hot, sweaty everywhere. But if you got the deodorants on an armpit and under the crouch pit, you good to go. And Manscaped got the deodorant for your balls. They also got the shaver for your balls. And if you need your nose hairs trimmed, they got the weed whacker for that as well. Visit manscaped.com. Use coupon code SG at checkout for 20% off. Free shipping. That lawnmower 4.0 going to get you right. Smooth as eggs, Nick. It um The light is a game changer. But then also like the little, uh, the way that's angled. Just collecting right. hair. Just great engineering from, from our friends over at Manscaped. The light is great. That's the best glow-in-the-dark feature since... Uh, Mike Novell's glow in the dark slingshot. Wild! I, I can't believe they they got so hype about a a, a, a basically a, a ATV. A, not even it's got three. <laughs> it's, it's a tricycle with a motor. Right. And they got so hyped about that. I was down in in uh, Tampa for a wedding a couple months ago. You can rent those for like ten dollars an hour. Yeah, on the beach, man. Like it's a jet ski. It's just a little beach cruiser, and they're just like so hyped about it, pulling up on the field. Yeah, they don't even ask you for a major credit card or nothing, man. They just let you just ride off the lot with it. But yo, you actually do have fifteen single dollar bills. You don't need a license. Just yeah, go ahead, take it. Promise you'll bring it back. Is all we ask. <laughs> just bring it back, please. <laughs> and I saw Manny had about forty guys on a uh, on a on a boat. Yeah, we gotta, talk about, we gotta talk about ratio. That's not that's uh that guy to girl ratio is not not correct on that boat. We saw Florida guys, man. We have ratio rules for boats, bro. And yeah. if you call me for the boat trip, that's the first thing I'm gonna ask you is how many girls are going? Don't need 30 guys on a boat. Never. That's not not, not great recruiting in my book. 
Now, they have 40 Hall of Famers there and then get one one commit. That's the real travesty here. Like they had all those people, these these people that wear gold jackets, they're important NFL people. They wasted their time. They came out, you know, took a vacation, pulled to Miami to hang out to help the alma mater, and they didn't land a, a single guy. That's a tough scene. Tough scene. You gotta feel bad for him, Silk. I know you do. No, I can't wait to part victory roller this week. <laughs> Kev's getting it this week. Yeah, man, decommitment. All these Hall of Famers can't land nobody. I got good jokes. <laughs> you keep you you. Are you freestyling jokes or you got like a, a pad? Yeah, no, I just been talking shit my whole life, so I got stored up. As I like Jay Z, you know how Jay Z just like don't write his lyrics and he just walks walk around mumbling raps all day. I walk around mumbling jokes all day, and I just have like a chamber full up in an archive. So when Victory Roll Up goes, I'm ready to go. You hear that? Dun, 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 dun. You hear you hear your intro, and you're like, "Yeah, that's my beat." Okay, yeah, ready, yeah, ready yeah. now. Ready. <laughs> Go Rain Man. Jay Z. All right. I think that's a show. So, oh, shout out to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, man. Oh, I almost Brent? forgot my man Brunt, man. I knew I was I'm like, man. I know I have two ad reads on every show. <laughs> so, shout out to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, man. Anything you need insured from the Panhandle to the Keys, my man Greg got you. Uh, I upgraded the the Kush House insurance. He just hit me up. I was like, yo, man, that bill do this. We don't forget. See, I got you. Got you, Greg. Go and take care of that, man. So you need business insurance, life insurance, automotive insurance, boat, renters, um, motorcycle, anything you need insured from the Panhandle to the Keys, burninsurance.com or 954-589-2204. Big coverage. Big coverage. Absolutely. All right, we'll have Dan back next week. Uh, maybe not. Who knows, man? These hockey playoff series last a month. Everyone goes to game seven. <sighs> Dan, Dan, Dan's big money, so, you know, he'll be in a box for whatever game. He's probably on a bender right now. <laughs> like, Lightning's winning in the finals. He was at a ravery yesterday, bro. Like, Dan is definitely on a bender. I don't know how much Dan has slept. I don't think there was any headhunting done at his nine to five job today. <laughs> uh, I think Dan, yeah, I think Dan and uh, Dan went straight from the disco to MLA Arena. That's literally, he's living life while the rest of us are here working, Silk. But I love, when you love work, it's not bad. Who got a song? He had a song, right? So I'm taking his song. You take his song. I know it'll be something from the country list. Uh, I don't have anything on my country list, man. Unfortunately, I'm looking through it right now. I don't see anything country. <laughs> Silk song of the week is Baby Shark. <laughs> uh, let me get some. Let me get some R and B. Let me go side Ari the kid back and forth. How about that? That's a new one for me. I like side Ari the kid. He got a new project out. It's pretty dope. Hey, man, same corner, same time, Nick. Already. Say you want to talk. Don't go too far. Yeah. Just say what. At the crib, in the car You can text, you can call It's fine We gotta talk, I'm alright right. right. It's not that 
bash you, I ain't tryna stress you But here we go Back and forth, back and forth go Back and forth, yeah We always going back and forth Back and we go The love that you need. I know you're waiting on me. You're waiting on me. Yo. I'm just trying to bless you. I ain't trying to stress you. But here, here we, we go. go back and forth. Back and forth. Go back and forth. Yo. Always going back and forth. 